Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Rambling Podcast, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas. I am your host, Jack. And I am your host, Christina. Now, Christina, your other, the, the host, Christina, listen to me. Last week on Dragon Ball Z, we were talking about the possibility of a person uh-huh. volcano diving uh, because they dropped uh, something in a volcano. Yes. Yeah. So I thought it was really interesting and I wanted to know what the possibilities of that were. The possibility of what? Just going inside of a volcano and not dying. Oh, okay. So, in doing so, you know, got the team together, mm-hmm. and we were like, what do we know about volcanoes? They're hot? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they're definitely hot. Mm-hmm. But somebody raises their hand and says, well, we can ask the creature we got from there. We got a creature from there? Yeah, I don't even remember this ever happening. Well, but there's other... Apparently. I mean, yes, obviously. Someone's there's other like, quests and shit that happen that we're not really, like, touching. So there's other crap that has... Like, it. you gotta understand, to listeners, it sounds like we are exclusively the only ones doing... But no, not really. Not we're really. two of quite a few... Pokemon trainers? I don't know. Like, we're just catching them all? No, people who work for... In, in this line of business and are the types of people that we are. We're not enslaving all these creatures, though, right? We're we don't, enslaving them. would require us to Working? give them jobs that they aren't getting paid for. Uh, are they getting paid? No. Why would we be paying them? We also don't have... They're not doing labor. Oh. For what? I don't know. These creatures <laughs> we're testing and experimenting on and figuring out what the hell they are. Mm-hmm. That is the old... What would we pay them for? We're testing them. We're doing experiments on them? Yes, not like school tests. Can you read? No. Like experiments, yes. Mm. They're just creatures. It's like Are a dog or some shit. These if you were to... tests against their will, though. If, okay, presumably, I guess, but like, let's say you're going to run an experiment about cancer and you caught a rat, and you're going to use the chemicals you got on the rat. Did you get the rat's permission? No. Then what is the problem? What am I missing? Some of these creatures aren't like rats. They're equal to like us, aren't they? Right. And this creature is? Which creature? The creature I've not even mentioned, which is how the point oh, is lost here. Exactly. Well, I'm just talking about the creatures because you said we ha- we talked to many creatures. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have this creature to communicate with about things that are happening. What's the creature? <laughs> well, the creature, I will get to. Is a creature that lives in a volcano, or used to live in a volcano, which is the point I'm ultimately trying to make, that we have information about what happens inside of a volcano, was what I was ultimately trying to circle back to. Mm-hmm. And that kind of serves the idea. So I didn't really know we had a creature that lived in a volcano. So I kind of immediately stopped giving a shit about my original plan, oh. which was to find out about the possibilities of living inside of a volcano, because question answered, yes, things live inside of a volcano. Many things? Does this creature know of other creatures, or is this like one of a race of creatures? There's different types of things living on volcanoes. But Whoa. there's essentially this one creature is called a sheroof or a sher sh- 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 it's a sheroof, I guess. And so it's kind of like uh if you were to play Legend of Zelda and you were to go to uh Death Mountain and there's like rock people. It's a rock person? Well, I said it's kind of like because it's also a glass person. It's made out of magma, rock, and, like, glass and stuff, which is all the stuff that exists in a volcano. Okay. And so this creature's made out of that stuff, and I was like, okay, so it's weird that we've not talked about this before. I know we don't get told everything that happens. Like, what would be the point, right? We just do our jobs. They do their jobs. Whatever. The- but, like, 
that's interesting and i didn't know about the thing so we got this thing and it's just made out of it lives it lives in the water part like the pool like the the literal lava section of the volcano in the lava in the lava like it not in it but like it go, it walks it's it could swim in it and I what guess. part of the world is this thing from any volcano any it's volcano. a volcano creature okay they just exist in volcanoes and but what people spread the story of this creature that they know about? What do you mean? Where did this story come from? This creature? This didn't come from the story. This creature didn't come from a story. This creature just, we have it in one of our facilities. And I found out when I was asking about it. Mm-hmm. And so we just got this thing sitting there. And it's from the inside of a volcano. I don't know what group of people shared stories of them i'm sure that like there's different def- definitely weird things that have happened for example it used to scare people in ancient times and then we've actually sort of talked about this creature in the past without even knowing because we have heard stories but the stories aren't necessarily tied to it, any specific culture what were these stories well, we're very familiar with the people who uh take virgins to the mouth of a volcano and throw them in uh-huh and that's because that's kind of the only way to stop this creature from leaving the fucking volcano and coming and killing everybody in the town because it eats flesh but if you give it this really potent virgin flesh it's good for a while <laughs> what that's how it works oh, yeah so that okay. actually explains how we had the whole you know toss a virgin in there to please the god thing it's totally not a god it's, it's just not some a shit god. that lives in there. Oh, okay. This is a monster of some sort. But they're treating it as a god. They didn't know what the fuck it was back then. Now we know and we just easily capture it to the point that it was like some afterthought we never heard about. Does the version have to be a woman? Can it be an animal? I haven't the slightest clue. Oh. I just know that that's kind of where this originally came from. It, it's uh, it's also <laughs> it's weird, but... Uh, <laughs> There are stories, quote, mm-hmm. stories of the Sharoof, the Sharoof, and uh, that it creates ardent stones in the volcano, which are what magicians essentially use. You know, the stones you would essentially put the runes on. It makes those? It makes the stones, yeah. It makes ardent stones. Like people have found. The ardent stones. Huh? Ardent stones. Oh, ardent stones. The ones oh. you would put the runes on. The runes? Runes, magical symbols that oh. you power and whatnot. <laughs> okay. You would put these runes on top of the ardent stones. And it'll... Well, that's where to get... Do magic? The, well, the, so this is how it goes. Okay. The rune doesn't have power. Okay. It's a symbol. The rock has power. It has energy. The rune controls the power inside the rock. Whoa. Yeah. Where did the people get the runes? I, they made them up. What? Or space told them? I don't know. Space told them? How do people come up with stuff? I don't know. But... How do magicians come up with the runes that they use magic for? I don't know. They tested stuff, I guess. Mm. Like, drew things here and there. No, okay. No, 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 I thought you works. said art in stone, though. Like No, art in stones. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. So it's it's magical. Mm-hmm. The creature is magical, though. Well, the creature isn't necessarily magical as much as it is some crazy like thing that eats people. Mm. Again, it's it's just a creature. Yeah, it's not like some um, interdimensional thing. It's not a fairy by any means. It didn't come from the shadow realm or anything. It's just like a thing that lives on Earth. That lives on Earth inside the volcano. What? Not a shadow creature at all. Not a shadow creature. It's just one of those weird things that's here. And it's also not like a chimera. It's not a chimera. What the, does it look like an animal, though? It looks humanoid. It looks like it's... a like a humanoid series of rocks and lava and glass like put together. Mm. A, an easier way to think about it would be, imagine if you made an entire human body out of nothing but lava. And then you took a bunch of rock and glass and coated the outer layer of that lava (laughs) with these rock and glass. And now you have what looks like a bunch of rock and glass moving around with glowing magma between the cracks. That's horrifying. So, yeah, this is basically what the creature is. Well, it's a scary looking creature. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a fucking nuts creature. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting about the Sharuf is that it's not the only creature living where it lives. And it's so, so much, so much stranger than the fact that it's not the only creature that lives where it lives. Is that the other creatures that live where it lives are absolutely just boring degrees of normal creature. Really? Yeah. There's normal animal looking or animal behaving creatures? It's not even like animal looking or animal behaving you know it's literally animals real animals just real animals for example Mm -hmm. there is a flamingo a flamingo that just chills sometimes yeah in around it's weird it hangs out in the hottest parts because its skin is absolutely so tough no way. I swear to you. And so this flamingo is well known for just kind of chilling in volcanoes. We're looking at real flamingos. Yeah, flamingos that chill in extremely hot conditions. They, their ridiculously tough skin can hang out in the water that's essentially boiling other crap alive. What? What do they do there? They live there. They eat the plants that survive there, the little oh. critters that survive there, and all that kind of crap. There are more than... So there's plants that survive? I mean, oh. everybody knows that there's, in magma areas, there's conditions that allow for certain things to come to life. I was not expecting flamingos. Yeah. Oh my god! Like I said, it's absolutely <laughs> weird. It's weirder that they're this normal. That is ridiculously normal. And they're hanging out with this other creature yes well this other creature is literally inside the oh. lava that would melt all of this other shit oh okay like these are just in proximity to mm-hmm. the creature but they, they're never going inside that volcano or anything they can chill kind of in the volcano without going to the lava they a lot of these birds just hang out on the rim they oh hang out my the, yeah it's weird that is so but they're strange. fine they can handle the heat it doesn't bother them in the slightest way what wow but they look Man, they're just flamingos. All, they're just flamingos, yeah. But flamingos in general what? tend to have tough skin, and these flamingos have extra tough skin that allows them to survive those conditions. Ridiculous. But weird that these... I mean, I guess it's not weird, because one of the other creatures is an iguana. That doesn't sound as weird. As yeah, yeah when flamingo. you think about it, because the iguana actually needs to find... Well, here's a problem. They're cold-blooded, and they need the heat. Mm-hmm. How's that a problem? Well, it's not necessarily a problem. I'm saying they're cold-blooded, and they need the heat. That makes them more normal yes, to be definitely. in a really hot place. Yeah. Yeah, that makes... That's not crazy. It's like uh, all the lizards that live in the desert. Oh, yeah. I Except guess. this one lives in the desert where there's moisture. Ooh. So it has both the really hot and the water. But it also hangs out around volcanoes? Yeah, this is basically hanging out in a volcano. It hangs out in uh, in and around the volcano in all the areas that aren't so hot that it would bake to death. This is essentially all these creatures would hang out in all these areas that are so hot to kill everything else, but not kill them. That is so crazy. The flamingo is still very shocking. Well, that's nowhere... Near as shocking as the weirdest one, because at least it's a bird. Mm-hmm. It's a bird. Birds go weird places. Birds go up, up. You know, volcanoes, mountains. Meh. Volcanoes are mountains. Yes. With I guess. A whole, well, not really, but we see them that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, and animals see them that way too. Hmm. Because it's an uphill that you can avoid crap. So what is this? So this third thing is way more weirder than a flamingo. It's a finch. Finch. That's a bird too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. This particular bird. I don't even know how to begin to explain it. Okay. Why, from all the photos you can pick up this bird, you chose the scariest one? It's not the it's... scariest, and oh. I will explain why. Okay. So, this ground finch... They have evolved a particular set of characteristics, you could mm-hmm. say, that uh, in order to supplement their diet, that they would usually get from like a cacti, uh, nectar, and pulp, and you know, 
eggs Normal and bird stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, other birds' eggs and junk like that. In order to supplement that, because they don't normally find as much stuff up there, they find plants and crap, but they're not getting the exact plants they want because the cactus isn't going to survive. There's too much moisture. Okay. Like that, you know, they have developed the ability to pull the nutrients out of blood. So they have become vampiric and That's kill exactly creatures. That's exactly what I was thinking when I looked at this photo. It's a, it's a vampire. Just, yeah, it's called the vampire ground finch. Ah. And it just chases of the blood. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which then makes way more sense how the fucking demon that's down there basically lives there. Because, yeah, there's shit literally begging for blood. Here's what's interesting about this. What? Why the fuck doesn't this creature turn? And I think it has to do with the fact that in their environment, it's normal to die and be attacked. Like, the adrenaline they feel when they're dying isn't creating enough to create adrenochrome. You're talking about the bird itself? The bird being vampiric. It's killing crap that isn't fearing the way it should fear in order to create adrenochrome that then turns. Mm -hmm. Opposite to the wolves drinking the blood of the fallen soldiers who were horrified when they were dying. Yeah. Or the clouds. Yes, exactly. In the case of the bird, the bird's attacking other birds, and these birds aren't producing enough adrenaline to then create adrenochrome in the first place. So these birds stay birds, and nothing changes. Are you sure? Because it looks so disturbing. Let's think. Well, the question would be, <laughs> and and think about this real hard. This is this is my theory, and this is a con- if this theory turns out to be true, then we know significantly less than we thought about adrenochrome and the effects it has on bodies. The theory goes, the bird does in fact get the adrenochrome from the bodies of these, but rarely. Once in a blue, there's enough concentration that works as adrenochrome. And these vampire ground finch then go through the transformation that turns them into a sheriff. Wait, what? The creature in the volcano. In the volcano. Is what? the rare case in which a finch does get the adrenochrome from the blood and goes through a transformation, but then it requires what? It requires more. From who? The people who'd be the most scared. Yes. The young people. Usually females are more scared because we program that into society. You are weak and fragile, and so you feel the most fear. So it makes more sense. The younger and the more female you are, the more adrenochrome you produce because you have more adrenaline because of the fear in your body. Yes. So then you throw that into the thing, you calm the creature down, it can feed on that for a while. But it came from, potentially, a bird. That's possible. Because the creature doesn't have to look like the original creature. No, it does not. does not. And they get smarter with adrenochrome, right? Like, this thing... Yes. It, what? Yeah. I wish there was a, some clue, though, that it was related somehow. It, they seem so astoundingly unrelated. Exactly, yes. Except for their thirst of blood, I guess. But. Yes, exactly. So it's a weird uh, place to be in that there is a bird that's potentially this rock monster. What? This is another way to think about it. Look at how I describe the shroof looking. If you were to put magma in the middle, and mm-hmm. surround it with glass and rock, you get the sharoof. Now, here's what's weird about this. Mm-hmm. If it is the case this isn't a bird by any means, it came from a bird. Meaning, adrenochrome allows a transformation to take place with things surrounding you, or at least adapting so roughly to the environment that you're in that you can resemble it. So it might simply look like it's made out of magma rock and glass, but it's still some form of a biological creature like all the other creatures that take adrenochrome. Why would it suddenly become a rock? It's just so different. Now, the glow, hard to explain, but that doesn't mean anything because we have electric eels that exist. Uh And we're giving this creature the ability to become hyper-intelligent, and many creatures do literally get magic and other powers. Mm Mm-hmm. So we're not in a crazy stretch to say that somehow it's glowing and its environment allows it to radiate so hot that yeah. it itself works like lava. But, but this is all because of where it lives and taking adrenochrome at the same time and during the transformation, it takes that those factors into consideration. Boom. 
which means environmental uh, uh, environment, the environment in which you're changing when you take the adrenochrome affects what you turn into. But also, a lot of these creatures seem to choose what they look like sometimes. So when it, does that happen? Like, don't they? I thought Not that one. Was... It's always random. It feels like they do it specifically to scare, though. And when what? Really? I'm trying to think. There's <laughs> no of example of that. Really? No creature has chosen anything. Huh. A lot of them tend to be scary, but that's because they stop taking adrenochrome, go feral, and then do crazy shit. Hmm. Man, I feel like there was something, but I can't remember. I feel like it was related to the werewolves, but I don't... No, there's a bunch of variants of werewolves, but there's like They're the different. werewolf and the lichen. Those are two different. One is consistently using the adrenochrome the other one isn't and then when they pass on mm-hmm. regardless of either or they would both in either case become either a wendingo or a wetchudge the wetchudge being the feral version and the wendingo being the non-feral version wouldn't this have a feral and non-feral version well yes but we don't know what the non what the feral version looks like because we just have the one that's been we just know about one creature yes lava creature Hmm. no in theory there's more we can find but it could just be so rare Mm -hmm. that you know we'd have to find them but there is the fact that this is a thing at all that is kind of interesting to begin with yes that there's a bird that's drinking blood yeah it's potentially becoming this shit Mm -hmm. but this just made me curious about how are there creatures living on volcanoes at all? Like, what? Like, what? Like, why? Well, I guess we know why. Because survival. Survival, yeah. But <laughs> how the yeah. fuck, you know? Like, yeah. how is this possible? But, when you like, Jeff Goldblum continues to tell us, nature finds a way. <laughs> nature finds, and he's saying it in the movie too, nature finds a way, that's his line, that's just what he's known for from now on, because it became so iconic before, nature finds a way. Yes. But, so let's break it down. What is a volcano? We we got to rationalize this in order to try to understand how things are hanging out there. So let's begin. A volcano is just a essentially a hole. It's a hole. Right? It's a hole in the ground, uh-huh. specifically on the surface level that allows passage to the under levels where the magma hangs out and... Then the magma spews out, and we call it a volcano. <laughs> we call it, yeah, I guess. With the 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 hole is erupting or whatever. Yeah, when the hole is spitting like magma and like ash and gas and crap, we're like, that's a volcano, yeah. or whatever. But that's uh, the the volcano is complicated because the volcano is kind of the process, not the thing. Process. Yeah, let me explain. A fissure is where the magma comes from, the ash comes from, the gas comes from. A fissure spits out all the stuff that we look at, and we're like, a volcano. A fissure. A fissure. It's like okay. a, a water fissure. You go to, like, this, uh, where there's water pools and, like, uh, uh, steam, what is it called? Hot springs. And mm-hmm. hot springs tend to have, like, steam fissures. Yeah. So that's essentially what we're calling... Where the lava and magma and ash and, and, and gas comes from. That's what we look at. And we're like, oh. Now, when we look at a big mountain thing. Mm-hmm. And we're like, that's a volcano. Well, sort of. Sort of? Because what we're looking at that looks like a giant smooth rock outside is just dried lava. That's not a mountain. And no. that's not a volcano. Again, the volcanoes, the process specifically. This is just a part of something that happens. The volcano is not the object. No, it's a process. So when you look at the typical drying of a volcano, that's kind of like a flat top and then like a triangle coming out of that. Mm-hmm. The triangle out of that, we just call that a volcanic cone because that's all lava that dried. Mm-hmm. It's dry magma that created that form. Yeah. That's not the volcano. That's just some shit that dried on during the volcanic process. But there's no volcano then. There's no such thing as like a physical volcano. No. But also, yes, because it's the only thing that has the process. So we're calling the collection of these things. It's like 
an engine isn't a car, a piston isn't a car, the tires aren't a car, the chassis isn't a car, but you kind of put all the things together and a car kind of happens. Yeah. Okay. So there's no volcano. There's magma, gases, glass, molten rock. There's fissures. There are volcanic cones. But all of these things together are the volcano. Okay. That but the fissure sense, alone is just yeah. a fissure where magma comes from. Uh, are there fissures without magmas? Yeah, there's a bunch of water fissures. the most common type of fish in the world. Oh, okay. And that just spews out water. Water. Hot water? Steam right? water, yeah. Like, yeah. Can vo- lava come up through there eventually or no? Yeah, I, I, I suppose if a crazy <laughs> catastrophe happened, <laughs> broke down everything below that that then allowed magma from way deeper. Although it's the same concept, it's just the magma is coming from deeper. Deeper. Yeah, the the fissure is coming from the top layer. That's mm-hmm. water. Magma is underneath the crust, oh, while water okay. sits on top of the crust. Uh-huh. Even the water coming up from fissures mm-hmm. is really water that's still on top of the crust. It's sea level at most. It has to be because it's fucking water. Okay. But it's the same idea. It's yeah. underneath the wa- underneath the ground, and there's enough hot air that's making it bubble and spew up as the air is trying to leave. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So the same process takes place during the volcanic eruption. Mm-hmm. A bunch of the hot gases underneath the magma that's collected into rocks and stuff starts to bubble up, and the pressure it builds up because it's already hot. The pressure it builds up with it keeps making more and more and more gas, mm-hmm. then spews upward. It actually breaks the magma that's solidified and shoots that up into the air. A lot oh. of the time with such uh, uh, ferocity that it, on top of it being uh, the magma from the bottom, creating the heat that shoots the first layer of rock. And then because you see the spew, yes. it goes out so far that it becomes ash in the sky and gases fly up. And there are rocks flying, but very mm. few. And in that process... A lot of these rocks in the air even catch fire. That's when you see the whole... F- but there's also lava chunks flying here and there. It's horrifying. But the yeah. majority of the magma isn't what's spewing upward. That's the hard shit that was getting out of the way. Mm-hmm. Because the magma is just kind of going to go up and slide downwards. Yeah. That's the real... And the cap is what we're seeing blow up. Uh-huh. There's a lid because cold air is hitting the hot lava... And it's no longer active, and then it kind of creates a sheet, and kind of like ice forming on a lake. Uh huh. It's wetter down, but more frozen on top. Okay, yeah. Same idea. The colder air, the, well, the air is hitting the top, cooling the top, and the bottom stays. Yeah, so there's lava still under there. Yes, and then these processes create the definition between a dormant volcano and a, an active volcano, which is a dormant volcano still has all the same features that an active volcano does, but it doesn't seem to be ready or actively creating anything. While a active volcano mm-hmm. is still bubbling and creating gases. These gases usually spurs out through fissures and other locations, even the very eye of the volcano. Okay. But they disperse enough to not have an eruption, although the eruption can still happen at any moment. Oh my god. If the proper buildup happens. But an inactive one won't ever? No, that's incorrect. An extinct volcano won't. Okay. That is a volcano that has zero activity. It could not revert to an active one. While a dormant one could eventually wake up. What? Now, it's interesting we would use these terminologies to talk about volcanoes in the first place. Hmm. Because of the nature of the volcano, that it's a piece of the earth in theory. Mm -hmm. You know, this is how we discuss it in science, how we talk about volcanoes. It's just part of earth, natural process of earth. But having one asleep and one awake interesting uh, uh, language choices, especially with the aggressive nature that they have. And the fact that we know clouds and hurricanes and things kind of also share their own ecosystem. Yeah. So I wonder if there's anything to the terminology sleeping and awake. Like volcanoes are alive. Yeah. If they were moving, it'd be easier to understand this thought. But the fact that we now have a rock monster essentially 
unless we can prove it is, in fact, the evolved state of this bird mm-hmm. after Adrenochrome, that means what we consider to just be solid, like, inanimate things could, in theory, have life in ways we don't understand, which we've had many, many episodes yeah. ago. We've had these conversations about what could ultimately be conscious, but now we're talking about something that seems totally inanimate, behaving the way other humanoid creatures do. Kind of complex. Also, why would this bird become humanoid? So many problems here. What? There's people that become, like, chickens. What do you mean? In their transformation. Who? There was a witch in Mexico or something that becomes a chicken. The Baba Yaga? No. Some other creature, and you have to, like, pray and to get it rid of it, but it it thirsts for baby blood. Oh, sh- wait, we talked about this before. Yeah. Oh, crap. Okay. Interesting. So, I guess, yeah, there's, it's, point being that, what about these volcanoes? How do we apply that same logic to these volcanoes? They're is it the not? mouth? Is it their body? Is the if, if the process is the volcano, then there isn't anything to talk about. We're just using crap terminology. Yeah, that's true. Because, because there isn't a volcano. There is no. Volcano. There's parts that make up a volcano. It's the actual Earth. Yes, exactly. And we know the Earth is alive, so this is some physical process. It's a per- Earth popping a pimple. It's Could be. Like, it's- it feels like that, I guess, in a way, because like, yes, it wakes up and goes to sleep, but it's the Earth itself choosing, not choosing, I guess. It's just happening to it. Yeah, it's a process so. of, but it's always in the same place, you know, the locations where the fissures are. It could be uh, a way to think about it. Pores. Pores. Fissures yes. are pores. Interesting. Yeah. Fissures all over the place are pores. That's sweat. Mm. That's heat expelling through holes on the surf on the skin of the ah, earth. The earth sweats. Oh my gosh, that makes sense. The earth sweats. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's really hot inside. But those would be the fissures, water coming out, water fissures. Mm. Then what's happening with magma? Interesting, right? We're back mm. to the pimple mm. idea. Yes. Pores are significantly smaller than pimples. They're they're almost micro. I mean they're yeah, they're not microscopic, <laughs> but they're they're very tiny. You would require yeah. a microscope to see one. Mm-hmm. Pimples, no. Pimples, no. They are like pimples. They are like pimples. Mm. But then, like, what else does the Earth have that is similar to the human body, I guess? What do you mean? There's a bunch of crap happening. There's a core that allows everything else to function. That's either the heart of the brain or both simultaneously existing. (laughs) There are tunnels underground, overground, that behave... As a vein system or a artery system, if we assume the water is artery and the lava is the veins, then we have a perfect circulatory system happening for Earth. Hmm. Many pathways of water on the inside, many pathways of magma traveling on the inside. And again, the magma goes all the way to where? The core. Where the yes. heart is. Hmm. There's a lot of similarities. The heart of the Earth has magma the blood of the earth leading outward to the surface to the extremities and similar to popping a pimple sometimes blood comes out oh okay Mm. huh and similar to people pores all over the place which are the fissures Mm. and then is the ash like like when you're popping a blackhead or something like the dirt that's stuck in there i guess Mm. That's so crazy. So there's no volcanoes. Or they are they're mountains then? Are they not mountains either? There are mountains with a vol with a fissure cutting through it that uh or I guess not really. There are mountains built on top of or that happen on top of volcanoes. That are not related? Like they're not related. Like the, the top surface happens to be a mountain and the a mountain that has a fissure somewhere on the inside that when that erupts will create a giant hole or blow the top of a mountain. But the, what we think about when we see a volcano, mm-hmm. that shape, that's not a mountain. Okay. That is just some thing that happened as a product yeah. of gravity and the magma kind of rolling down, creating that triangular form. Mm-hmm. So no, it is not a mountain. A volcano is factually not a mountain. Okay. Now, there are um, volcanoes that can 
have weirder shapes that maybe perhaps help reduce the the visual of what we think are mountain volcanoes. There are like shield volcanoes. They they have a slope so gradual that they kind of just look like a dome to some degree. Instead what? of like pointy, they yeah. just got like a like a, a shield volcano. It's got the shape of a shield. It's called the shield. Yeah, it's got the shape of a shield. And mm-hmm. these volcanoes are very known for. You've probably seen videos of these online, where they're not known for a giant explosion and a bunch of magma leaking, but rather slow magma pressing out of the fissure slowly and then gradually rolling. And then people come and visit these places, take photos of. Lava rolling around and shit like that. What? People are just hanging out and... Yeah, you've probably seen videos of this. People go and just take yeah. shots or photos or whatever of rolling lava. Mm-hmm. They're going to these volcanoes where it's super safe. I mean, minus the lava part. <laughs> yes. But other, unless the lava suddenly decided to stand up and start running towards you. Yeah. You're or you're pretty dumb enough to stand on the lava. Exactly. <laughs> like, you'd be pretty good at that point. Okay. Is there other types of volcanoes? Well, most of the features we've talked about are types of volcanoes. I guess you could say there's um, cone volcanoes, but those are just, again, something that happened. Okay. So all of the instances of what a volcano is are are wrong because a volcano is really the process. Mm-hmm. And we're just calling all these different things volcano. But they're not. But they're <laughs> not. Because the process is volcano. So the shield volcano is a way in which the magma rolls and dries. Mm-hmm. So is the cone volcano. Yeah. A way in which it moves a super volcano. Again, is we're just calculating the super based on the fact that it had to expel an absurd amount of matter in one event. That's what makes it a super volcano? Yeah, it's not size. It it's has to, size. in one event, has thrown out over a hundred... Uh, not a hundred, over a thousand cubic uh, uh, kilometers of uh, volcanic deposit. That's what's measuring it. Oh, So it's okay. the process. I imagine that they were just huge. They could, in theory, like, be really big, but they could just but be sitting really over. But they're really big because of what they spewed out that made them super in the first yes. place. Yes. And really what's deciding that hmm? is the magma chamber. Magma chamber. A magma chamber is a pool of lava that's underneath the crust. Mm-hmm. And that's where the magma is. How large that is determines how big what's over it could explode. Okay. Outward. And that would predict super volcanoes? Yes. Location. So a super volcano. Now you. No, not location. Super volcanoes, in theory, have already exploded in the past. Okay. That's how we identify them. Mm. So a super volcano usually leads to the the craziest explosions that are kind of earth-ending to some degree. Mm. But it's all about the process of – or not process, the quantity. We've abandoned process at this point. We're like quantity makes you a super volcano. Yeah. But we can't tell where there's a super volcano that hasn't erupted because it would require us to go beneath the crust and investigate all of underneath the crust. <laughs> Okay, we can't, can't do that. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. So we need events to have happened in order to calculate, like, oh, yeah, this crap, there just must be so much down there in order for this much matter to have come from it. It's mm-hmm. the only way we could determine these things. We're looking at what, though? At? The just, um, the... The amount of matter they spewed tells yeah. us if it's a supervolcano or not. Okay. And that allows us to kind of question how much magma is in the magma chamber that this volcano sits over. Can I tell how old the magma is? Well, I don't know what that means. It's infinitely old. It's all the same magma. It's just really... <laughs> magma is really compressed matter, essentially, being really hot. Yeah. But, like, how do they tell how long ago a volcano exploded, I guess? Oh, so, yeah, there's probably layers of how it dries and shapes and crap that tell people. Yeah. Essentially, I guess geologists would be the people doing it, who, that then they that, know yeah. the age of... Because you have to know that would be part of it, right? Like how, like that doesn't help how if it's a super volcano or not. No, but it's still well. Uh, it could not how old it is, but how far it traveled oh. could tell them how much went up. Yes. Oh. So you could be like, well, this came from way the hell down there. That must be a crazy. If you could find a lot of it, that must have been crazy. Yeah. 
That's, that's probably how they detect it. Hmm. But yeah, it's interesting that there are just pools of lava, of magma, magma chambers hanging out underneath, and we could be sitting over one, not even know. That is cool, but it's cooler that there's a creature living in a volcano. It's weird. That is weird. That is weird. And what it's made of is really weird. Now, I wonder if it itself has a circulatory system. Again, mm-hmm. it couldn't really be made out of lava if it's a creature that made it from blood. And it needs blood. And it needs blood, yeah. It is, just looks like a creature. It's just a creature. Except it's made of rock and lava. And, like, if it was a shadow creature, that wouldn't check out. It wouldn't make sense. It would be more ethereal, more more ghost-like. Yeah. And it's not. It's just glass and rock and lava. It could be a disguise. I figured... We would figure that out if that was the case. Huh. It could be a shapeshifter. It could be. That's the direction it could go. It, it, but then what the hell is wrong with this shapeshifter that it's deciding to choose the shape of random inanimate crap as opposed to blending in, which is usually what a bunch of the shapeshifters that visit do do. There's that shapeshifter that... Is it a shapeshifter? I think it's a shapeshifter that turns into a snake with wings. Yes, but that's a snake and a bird. Those are still just living things in a weird combo execution of that. Shapeshifters that turn into random crap. Exactly, (laughs) right? It's always a thing that's an animal of some sort. Like they're trying to blend in. The one that tries to look like a dog. Chupacabra is a famous one. Okay. Although there's two variants of the Chupacabra, which I'm sure they. There's too many. Too many Chupacabras. But. They're all different creatures, we know. Yeah. And one of them is like a godlike alien, and the other one's just some shit on Earth that presumably got the ability from eating some other shit. Mm-hmm. But all the shapeshifters aim to... Well, no, we're wrong. But again, the alien shapeshifter is the one who got weird and turned into the weird, like, lizard. Not even lizard, it's just the closest comparison we can make, but it's this weird monster-looking thing. And that's the one that came from space. You remember that? And that was a shapeshifter. But also the dog one was a shapeshifter. And those are two different creatures. Could this thing be an alien? It could totally be an alien. But as of now, it just seems to be just an Earth creature because it's entirely but made up of clouds are Earth creatures and they don't look like anything. They're astoundingly abstract and weird. At least from our understanding, they can identify one another. Yeah, but... If this could be something like that. That'd be fascinating, right? That would mean it's its own creature. Exactly. And there would be more like this. Uh It could be like a panther. They hang out relatively alone. Like one per volcano. volcano. And like the mating process must be complicated because we'd need one to migrate to the other. Which is unlikely. That doesn't feel like something that happens. Travel underground. This would be fascinating because this means that the volcano is a either a reject or the alpha. And they get to have the big thing or they're abandoned into this prison that ex- uh, uh, exposes be a them. Prison because they're getting version sacrifices. Well, we're assuming that this is the version of whatever the creature this is. That has had adrenochrome because it has had adrenochrome, mm-hmm. and that well, whatever it's an outcast because it has. Well, no, we don't know why it's an outcast. We just know that it is an outcast, and this is not how all these creatures would look or behave. Mm. And if they do exist, it being in this situation, it being in a volcano, probably has something to do with it looking and behaving the way it does, because maybe the food it required isn't around. Mm-hmm. And in order to survive, it ate whatever, and then boom, came across blood, which wasn't normal in its environment. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting, yes. Now, following your logic, there must be a, I don't know if highly intelligent the way this creature is, the way that other human creatures are, but whether highly intelligent or not, that means that there are... Through the magma and through the tunnels inside of volcanoes leading through passages that are too hot for anything else to survive. Yes. There must really be not too hot for anything to survive, but just rather creatures that do live down there that we'll never see because we can never go down there. Yeah, that makes sense. A plethora of them. An entire ecosystem. Whether And maybe there are highly intelligent ones. And maybe that is what we're seeing. 
kind of like dolphins run the water. Yeah. There are creatures that just run the magma. Or not even the magma, but beneath the crust of the earth, there's an ecosystem and there are things that are our counterparts down there. And maybe these magma things are related. Maybe. And we would just never know because we can, it's an impossible. It's impossible to check that out. It is impossible to check that out. Unless, unless we use, because technology is not going to get us there. No. Everything we have on Earth melts. This is the hottest shit. There's a workaround, though. And we have the necessary creatures for it. We're going to use creatures? Well, we have the necessary creatures for the solution. What's the solution? Magic can do a lot. So if we can figure out magic that then allows us to survive the conditions of That's also crazy. the magma, uh-huh. then we can go explore that. Hmm. What? I honestly just thought you were going to say we're going to just use the supercomputer or whatever computer we have. That Wow, that's actually way more efficient. Because <laughs> yeah. we could just simulate it perfectly and then just change the variable that allows us to navigate the environment yes. and go and explore it. That would make sense. That would make absolute sense. Or using the the people that work for us to do it, because why would well, we do Well, they would die. They would be pointless. We wouldn't get anything back. The real idea in the real world, if we weren't to use a computer, which in hindsight is the most optimal, safest <laughs> way to do this. Yeah. But if we, for whatever reason, ignored that for the thousandth time mm-hmm. and took an active approach here, um, magic would be the way to do it. Because the reptilians know everything magic-related. They know a lot. They know a lot. But it's actual technology, isn't it? We thought it was magic, but it's tech. It's the cat people. It's the cat people who... That might also be fucking tech, bro. We're still not sure. We uh, Think about the, the lineage of us still waiting for freaking Steve to figure out communicating with the clouds. Because ultimately, this will also solve that problem. Because they have the ability to interact with lightning or generate it or something, which is about as hot as lava, maybe hotter. So they can, they know the tricks. They, the the hmm. clouds are astoundingly necessary to most of the shit that we have been halted at. And until we get confirmation that, yes, we have established a back and forth yes we're waiting uh, and now there's just another thing we're waiting for the potential that the clouds could help us with because some of these clouds literally level up to the degree that they are partially lava themselves i do not remember that stars oh yes it the ones they were trying to communicate with that that's yes. the part you forgot the biggest thing that's in all crazy. of everywhere that's ridiculous you don't think of it as a cloud well, it is. It's yes. both a cloud and a giant molting thing. That's the reason we need the clouds in the first place, to communicate yes. with the stars. stars. Okay. This is a process. We're trying to get farther and farther to talk to the biggest kahunas. But now there's a thing that's kind of hot like the biggest kahunas, and it's right here, and we kind of already have it. Maybe there's more of it. Maybe there's creatures on the um, stars as well? Well, this, I guess the same way that Earth is a living thing with crap on it, it's yeah. possible. Yeah. That checks out. That, mm-hmm. that makes sense. But it would have to exist in the molting section. Mm-hmm. Because there is just the gaseous surface. Oh. But on the flip side, who says there isn't an ecosystem in that gaseous surface as well? Wow, this is getting okay. weird. <laughs> and like, I haven't thought about any of this in the past. But yes, I guess all of that checks out. Because we also have crap in our atmosphere. Why wouldn't the atmosphere of a star, a star. have crap there? We gotta find out. Whoa. Yeah, and we need a star for it. Yes. Man, we need a star for so much. Yes, and that's the problem. It's a problem. So we, basically, we've just circled back to the same issue that we've had for quite a while, which is we can't seem to advance. On the flip side, if we can get magic, we need the cat people for the magic. But in theory, maybe this doesn't seem too difficult it's just magma i think the reptilians might be enough to figure at least this out if we can get to the bottom and see what kind of civilization maybe there is intelligence because it still brings up the question i mean i guess in theory the minds didn't go all the way beneath the cross that's exaggerated but you what? know they're the minds when they went underneath the ground and plugged into the matrix oh yeah, yeah. like they didn't really 
like go so far <laughs> down they're hanging out with lava monsters like that's so well, nice they are the lava monsters that would be crazy but no they wouldn't because we know they went to space yeah some went to true. space and the others just connected to the matrix i guess we could in theory assume there's a third faction but how would they evolve into these things that makes no sense that's there's a disconnect from one to the other yeah hmm but hmm. there's there's many options here there's yeah. there's paths we what can take. if they're not connected to the matrix what if they're connected to the lava people what if that's their like avatar bodies in this world interesting what if they f- what what that that thought only <laughs> makes sense until they're the avatars in their own world that yeah, doesn't make sense like so that they can peek out whenever but not actually they wouldn't they would literally not because lava people would in theory exist in the lava underneath the surface. So they'd go underground to so then pretend to be underground <laughs> creatures who wouldn't come up. Huh, huh. <laughs> yeah. huh. But, but following that absolutely broken conclusion, what if those are in fact avatars in an in a literal Avatar, the movie by the director guy who everybody loves, works. There's a place that's inhab- uh, uh, inhospitable to humans. And they need to go there because of some worse shit elsewhere. In the case of Avatar, it was, you know, profit, human profit. The usual reason for us invading people. Okay. But in the case of this situation, we know the Mayans knew something was going to happen. Some of them are like, get the fuck off the planet. Others are like, we got to go way the hell down there. Mm-hmm. But too far down is impossible unless you make a pod where your mind can live and then you create some sort of other thing where you send the signal of your brain to this is your new body. The pod is going to keep you alive. It's going to give you nutrients. It's going to give you food and make sure you don't die. But your body that you've created will never die is made entirely different. This is some sort of android that happens to be able to survive in lava conditions. These are technology. Yes. To then perhaps get to the center of the earth. Or not even the center of the earth, but they could because it's just molting. But then that would break the argument that there is life on something like a star. Hmm. Why? Because we don't have that. It's less oh. likely that something like that happened. Oh. We have less examples. Oh, okay. As opposed to this just being something that lives down there. Mm. So we have to figure that out. Though. It would tell us whether it's yeah. something we should look into for stars. Mm-hmm. Like a question we could write on our list of questions for stars. A lot of questions, man, but yes. Mm. Oh, yes. But yeah, so that that's kind of uh, the rabbit hole that I went down that all began by asking whether or not we could jump down a <laughs> volcano. <laughs> Yeah, you haven't. You didn't figure that out though at all. Like, do you know the average of how many people accidentally fall into volcanoes or something? No, it was proven that things live there already, so it's kind of pointless. The fact that there's normal, like, screw this creature and whatever the hell this is. There's just stuff there, just normal animals hanging out there. That's like, of course, yeah. There's whatever humans make it there too, I suppose. Which is true. I didn't think of, well, we were having this conversation before. We didn't think about the fact that people just go photograph lava. Yes. So, yeah, it was a dumb question because we weren't thinking about the bigger picture. Mm. People definitely have to volcano dive, especially in, like, extinct volcanoes that aren't active. Mm-hmm. It's probably a normal thing. Yeah, man, I'm so edgy. I went into the mo- mouth of the volcano. But we know people die from volcanoes, too. Yeah, like, of course. That family that just jumped into one and... That's yeah. it. <laughs> but, uh, of course, of course. But it's not like they couldn't survive in a volcano, which was the original question. Could you volcano dive? Wow. The answer is yes, objectively, because you don't even need to go volcano diving. Shit just, it's not like, whoa, the most extreme. No, there's just, any. hey, look at the iguana. Mm-hmm. This is extreme conditions. Is that a flamingo? What? This is the most hardcore place in the world. Is that a pink flamingo? I'm a tiny blood-sucking bird. That gets real hardcore. I think that's the weirdest part about this interaction of all the normality happening. And then tiny little finch shows up and just digs into the first thing with blood it finds. It's like, holy crap, what happened? What happened? Beautiful flamingo flies into this hot, hot place. Like, wow. Are you sure these flamingos aren't drinking blood? Positive. Flamingo Lands is beautiful. You're looking at it, you're like, oh, this is gorgeous. 
Fantastic. You see an iguana chilling out here like, oh, that checks out. Mm-hmm. Moisture and crap. Heat. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I see. I see what's going on. And then a beautiful finch just gliding. It flies and it lands. And you're like, oh, wow, that finch is dope. It looks around. You're like, oh, majestic. A finch that came all the way here to the mouth of the volcano. The finch takes off and starts floating. And you're like, oh, this is, look how beautiful it flies until it rips the fucking eye out of the flamingo you were looking at. Oh, my and you're God. like, holy shit, this just became epic as fuck. <laughs> this is crazy. I was scared of the lava. This bird's what I got to get the hell away from. Yes. Can you yes. imagine a swarm of those finch? You're fucked. Just all the blood. Oh my god! The first cut, you're done. They don't do that, though, do they? It's not like um, where are those those fish that eat piranhas? Piranhas? They're not like know. piranhas. I don't know. Well, no, because there's not enough food. If there were a bunch of them, they would attack each other. That's the whole point. They're cannibals. Oh. They're not cannibals, but they love blood because that's how getting nutrients are missing. Okay, yeah. If they were a flock, that flock wouldn't make it. They would just eat each other. They would cannibalize instantaneously. Oh, amazing. What? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty cool, disturbing bird. Yeah. The vampire ground finch. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So, yeah, the answer to the question of whether you can volcano hop is without a doubt. Yes, yes, you can You can go into the mouth of a volcano. In fact, there's some volcanoes that people probably just casually do this to because they're dead fucking volcanoes that do nothing. So yes, we can all go. And then, fair enough, it might be so safe that there's creatures of so many different things living down there. So we just got to go investigate that. But you shouldn't go because you might be eaten. By the creatures by that the you're creatures. looking for. Yeah. Or the bird that's just hanging out there. That's yeah. not even a creature. I mean, it's a, it you, it's a real earth creature, but... The fact that you could just be killed by a finch that's trying to drink your blood. Mm-hmm. Well. Amazing. Amazing. I hope you guys learned something. I hope mm-hmm. you learned something about, you know, volcano hopping. Mm-hmm. Lovely volcano hopping. Anyways. You guys can listen to last week's episode to get the details on how this conversation began. But additionally, a bunch of the crap discussed here reference a bunch of other crap discussed. In different episodes. In different episodes. So there's a plethora of places to reach from. So just go read show titles. Go read episode titles. Back to back to back. And you'll eventually come across one. You're like, oh, this seems like... Read the summaries. The summaries are great. Yeah, they'll tell you uh, what's in each episode so you can find the thing. Actually, if you go to the website, uh, uh, greatthoughts.info slash pod, I think. Or the Just Conversation Podcast. I don't know. One of those. You can find... Uh, not just the summary, but you can type in keywords that will take you specifically to things connected. Ah, that's a great way. Yeah, yeah. so if you want to, like, link from one to the other and mm-hmm. see all the episodes that are related, you can just yes. type in some keywords Perfect. and be like, okay, all the episodes related to Shadow Realm. Boom, they'll show up together. Because there's a lot. Yeah, it's like four or five. Anyways, yeah, you guys can go do that. And you can find all uh, uh, our stuff on socials. If you want to go contact us, you can do, get that stuff at just convo pod at uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Yes, remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Yes, word of mouth will tell people that they can learn about volcanoes and volcano creatures from listening to us. Yes, and this has been the, the Raveling Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Look, this is an assumption. I know that they're made by the people from over the wall. I was assuming. I could, in theory, they could be sort of mechanical to some degree, mm-hmm. but they seem like living beings. This is externally. In theory, they could be solar powered, but then how do they function at night? Uh, Unless they have internal battery holding things that stores a surplus so that there's more than they'd need to make the night. But what do we do about periods of time when there's night for nine months? Oh, crap. I guess it's six months at highest, I think. I'm not really sure. But you get my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that wouldn't be helpful. It wouldn't be helpful. Eventually, you just run out. Then what? Yeah. Hmm. So they have to be biological. They have to be self-sustained. Yeah. So people would volunteer.
for some weird experiment. Well, the, we don't know the people over. The, it wasn't people from this side who volunteered. Yeah. I'm assuming I mean, we would they know volunteered. About that. We wouldn't know how they got here because there's people from over the wall and nobody is allowed over the wall. Mm-hmm. Not even us. We're not allowed. Only people. Well, we're allowed over the wall. But people who aren't working for the Illuminati or the Freemasons or any of that are. They're not allowed. Those are the same. That's why people here, a bunch of people, can simply not lift off the planet. We have the technology to get anywhere. Why don't we yes. send pedestrians? No, pedestrians are only allowed over. The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.